Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. All right, hey everybody, welcome to The Roundtable, episode number... Four. Four, that's what we're on now. I was now. really ready to say yes. that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's good to be uh, with you guys today. Again, just a reminder what The Roundtable is. So Roundtable is an opportunity for us to get together to be able to talk about what happened on Sunday. And the important part is, is that it comes from one perspective on Sunday, so you know, preachers preaching, you get a perspective. The round table is to look at scripture through the eyes of other people and see how it affects our everyday life to hopefully give people tools to be able to go out and live out what scripture says and continue the conversation. So it's not just a Sunday morning thing. So special guest with us. Well, we always have, we always have Jenny. Yes. So, and her stage name. No, I have name. a new name, I thought. Okay, what, what's your new Well, st- I don't remember what it was, but I do remember. <laughs> well, we started with the superstar. No, but then it was something about me being, con- oh, you said I was evangelist, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. no, we said that because you were evangelizing Taylor's yes. wife. Yes, Which was a cool story. Mm-hmm. Like when you were kids. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, and then she came to know Jesus and you mm-hmm. went to Indy. Yeah, we should you have know. her on. <laughs> there you go. Be reminiscing. Yes. Yeah, so maybe that new. And then we have Nichelle Harrison's yes. here with us. So she said it first time on the podcast. Yeah. So she was going to be on, but it was yeah. right before we took a break. So it's great to have her on. And, you know, I'm excited because mm-hmm. Nichelle and I have a, a, history. a long history, <laughs> a very long, long, history. long relationship. <laughs> and it's been really, really good. So it's great to have you on here. So we always start off with a little bit to get to know, you know, our guests, but it's also kind of a time to like what's going on. So Jenny, before we get to know Nichelle, mm-hmm. anything new in your life, anything happening in your life? Um, I don't know, but I did want to say one thing. She's like the OG of Life Church the because she's the OG. What's that stand for? I don't know what it stands for. I just know it's like... <laughs> like original. Yeah, like one of the main ones. Like it's no, been I know. that long. From like way back. Yes. How long? In May, it'll be 10 years. See, that that's amazing. Here. That's amazing. Yeah. It is. It feels like so much longer and not that <laughs> really? long. Well, it's a both. Like it feels that much longer and like not that long at all. All at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny because when you're sharing your story in Discover Life, yes. you know, and talking about that, it is funny to think back, like, oh yeah, way back when <laughs> when Nichelle came walking in, and because you never even attended Life Church, no, which was I the didn't funny at part. All. I know that. Yeah. No, she went to the five hundred nine. Oh, yes. uh, I think it was called other, the 509. Yeah, and I was connected with um, Central Christian Church with their youth ministry on Wednesday nights because that's where oh, Lee was. That. Really? And yeah, so I did that. But I, I don't know. I was, so well, you I was were connected. a youth pastor too? No, no, no. I led worship for <laughs> Don't get it youth. twisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Jeez. laughs> that was never my calling. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So. so yeah, Nichelle's one of the original. And I always tell people this is like, if you talk to the people that have been here for a while, you look at what's going on at Life Church right now, and you are absolutely flabbergasted. More yeah. people today look at it and like, oh, wow, Life Church is doing pretty good. Oh, if yeah. you were here it 10 is... years ago, you were like, no. how did we ever survive? Isn't that true? Yes. Oh, yes. When I started here, I was the eighth worship ha- pastor that was <laughs> wow. hired on in eight years. Oh, my goodness. One a year. So yeah, it no, we only went, took we me two years the... of being here to be the like longest lasting worship leader. So <laughs> I've been, now that's a stat that you want to share. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but too, what, like when I now. came on, when I came on, there were um, I think total. So you know, now, now we have Nick who helps lead and oversee the tech um, yeah. production team. But then I was overseeing all of those things, and I by no means was doing as much as what Nick is now. But um, we had between the tech team and the band, um, I think we had 14 people total. Right. Um, and two of those people were myself and my husband. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> Recruit them all. Get the whole family up there. So most of the time when um, – and we were just dating at the time, so he still really wanted to impress me. So Aww. he served almost every That's single week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he Wait. served almost every single week for a very long time, and he will often remind me of that. So Well, and uh, like when we wouldn't have other people and we do an acoustic set, oh, it was it, you and Josh. Yes. Almost really, I would say the majority of time, uh, for probably the first, I think it was like six to eight months that I was here, it was mostly acoustic sets with Josh and I. Do we have video of this? 
Not video. Know. Dang oh, it. I think we have audio, though. Nick, I'm our sure producer, the guy that we forget to introduce. Oh, <laughs> Say, hey, so Nick. Sad. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually got a mic. Yeah. So he gets, oh. he gets, he gets to, that's good to, to share good it. There. But again, that's why I say when you say she's one of the original people, it is hard to appreciate what 17 years have been like, yeah. you know, if you've only been coming for the last few years. Yeah. Because in the first, it was survival. In the oh beginning, yeah. You know. When I would say even when I came on, no, which would have been right before seven years of right. doing ministry, it was survival. Oh yeah, right. For wow. years. Right. Yeah, and again, the cool thing is, and I think this is something that maybe will come out inside of Nichelle's story is, is that she chose to stick it out. And I've always said, yeah. for lots of people, they miss the blessings of God because they leave too early. Yeah. You know, and I tried. <laughs> <laughs> she did. No, I'm not I sure didn't. if that part's coming out in the story. Not because I didn't try, but, <laughs> but I stayed. The Lord kept me here. <laughs> right. But I've always thought that, you know, how many times does God want to show us a blessing, but we just leave too early, Yeah. Mm-hmm. especially in leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times it's what's next, what next. And, you know, always yeah. moving on to something and it's like wow we missed out because we just would have stayed mm-hmm. you know and just been in the moment work through the, oh, the yeah. crisis yeah. and then what does God do yeah. you know in the midst of that so before we get into your story yeah. tell us a little bit about you yeah yeah um so yeah as we've talked about I've been here at life for almost 10 years um yeah, this is my like only job out of college. <laughs> um, <laughs> I graduated worked. and like two weeks later, I started here part time initially, um, which was a little bit of a risk and scary because I went and spent a lot of money at Huntington University mm-hmm. and got this degree and um, was offered a part-time position for not a lot of money, um, <laughs> which my parents reminded me of. Yeah, for <laughs> I'm sure. Of like, how are you going to make it? And I'm like, I don't know, but God's calling me to it, so I'm just going to do it. <laughs> well, I never thought of this until you shared the stats, like yeah. how much scary it really would be if you heard the stats, like eight people had got fired before you, or yeah. seven people fired, left. I yes. don't actually know what the real... Yeah, and I didn't really... I mean, I... I I knew Hillary, who was the youth pastor at the time, and Lee, who was the children's pastor at the time, but I knew no one else from right. the church. So, like, this was a big leap. But it was very evident that, that God was in it, and so it made me feel more like it was easier to take the risk because I felt like God was in it. Um, That's amazing, and, though, that you had that much trust that you were able to yes. leap into it without question. Yes. Well, that's um, why I say when we talk later uh-huh. about the whole, like, how does God speak to you? I think Nichelle's story is one where she has taken the time to kind of sit back and allow God to speak, because I think that's the other part. You know, yeah. and we'll talk about that in the when we get to that segment. But a lot of times our voice and our wants and our desires tend to outweigh, you know, the voice of God, which oh, yeah. I think you have some of a gift. And they definitely have <laughs> yeah. within my life. But, no, but um, I do think when you, you have some yeah. of a gift that way. Yes, yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I started here part-time, and by the end of the year, um, even though I was part-time, I worked my little tushy off to prove <laughs> that I was uh, – I wanted to be here, and I, it was valuable that I could – add value to this Mm -hmm. ministry. And so uh, at the end of the year, I remember writing a note to the elders as to, and trying to like plead my case of like, you need to bring me on full time. And they did. And so starting at the beginning of the year, um, I did that. And I worked part-time at the cafe for a while. Um, Josh and I were just newly married and we were really trying to attack our student loans. I remember that you went through the Dave Ramsey class and Nichelle Uh. was on the debt snowball. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah. So that's Shout how we started. Out to Dave yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yes, we actually are. Uh, we're waiting right now to currently see if anything happens with student loans before we pay off my <laughs> master's right now. So we have that money. So what does that we mean? Like, is something going to happen with student loans? Well, I don't. I they know. just keep, keep law. being deferred. Really? I don't know. They keep, why are you? T- <laughs> why would I know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't ever believe me. <laughs> they keep being deferred. And so right now they're deferred until the end of January I didn't because know of that. all the like COVID relief stuff. So anyway, I, I didn't um, know so I know that, uh, Biden and the administration have talked about wanting to maybe, um, forgive some of the student debt. And so just in case, I don't think that it's actually going to happen, but you know, it would be horrible if we paid it off. And then like two months later, it's like, Hey, we're forgiving like five to $10,000 of government student loans. Anyway. So, (laughs) Oh yeah. I forgot. Like you're, 
You're highly educated. Yeah, I, I forgot that you have degree. your master's degree. Mm, wow. Yeah, I feel very inferior. <laughs> yeah, word. I didn't know that until now. <laughs> I'm going to watch my vocabulary. What <laughs> <laughs> was the word of the day today? <laughs> Dang it, I didn't tear the page off. Um, yeah, so um, I've been married to Josh at the end of the month. will be eight years, which wow. is great. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. If we had uh, the sound machine, yeah. we could have had the sound hey, machine. Don't blame that on me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've been married. Um, uh, we've been in Huntington. Josh and I met in college. Um, he was a year older than me. And I remember his senior year, very quickly, I think we both knew that this was probably going to be forever. And um, I remember, so Josh graduated. Um, we started dating my junior, his senior year, like just a couple months before graduation. Oh, and wow. um, yeah. Um, and so <laughs> he got a job at um, our Sunday visitor, which he's still working at currently. He's a web developer, systems analyst guy. Um, wow. and Look at all those titles behind Josh's name. And he's a drummer he is, and a guitar player yes. and a singer. He's very talented, yes. No, I know. He wrote me a song. Did you know that? Aw. It's actually a very For good song, For all of us too. husbands who now feel worthless. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that only half, those like cutesy things only happened the first like year of our relationship. <laughs> there are no more songs after that. No. There are, as of now, yeah, there are no more. Yeah. So, um, that you know yeah. Of. Yes, that I know of. And so he graduated, started working. I was going to my senior year at HU. And so I did an internship out in California. All ministry majors at Huntington have to do a seven month internship. And so I did mine out in California. And so it was like during that time that we were both like, yes, like we are going to marry each other. And so the distance, I was like, it grew you, it grew you yes, fonder. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we had to be very intentional, especially because there was a time difference as well. Oh, so yeah, I would hours. get off of work and he was just about getting ready for work. Hmm. So, but one of the, like the sweetest things, this is once again, this yes, happened when we were dating, time. but not Nick, now. you better be taking notes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> We would, um, we would, so every night before I went to bed while he was sleeping, I would record him a video and send it to him via, via Facebook Messenger. Uh, and so sleeping? he would, no, 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 of just like a good night, like, you know, <laughs> hey, or like baby. a prayer That's for cute. his day. Oh, and so cute. he would wake up and he would watch my video message and then he would record one. And then when I woke up, I got to watch his every single day. Every single day. So who started this? You, obviously, because you know. sent it first. No, no, no. I don't know who actually Jenny, you started better be it. taking notes. Like I know. Well, I thought about things. it, and then I was like, that'd be really weird. <laughs> <laughs> These are my interview questions for my dates. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would it be like this? if you woke up to my face in the morning? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> as soon as you get up, Jenny has a video after the first date. Hey! Is this okay? <laughs> No. Is this okay. too much? Yeah. Too much? <laughs> so, yeah. So we uh, kind of knew initially that that's where we're going to be. But it was like, okay, well, you got a job um, in Huntington and you really like it. I, like, what are the chances that I'm going to find a job in my field in small Huntington, Indiana? Like, Because there's not a it, lot of big churches no. that would, like, cater to the worship leadership degree. Yeah. yeah. Or I honestly didn't even know if there were any churches in Huntington that were big enough to actually hire on right. a worship leader. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it was when I got back from that, like, long story short, like, God just started planting a seed about Life Church in my heart and mind. And yeah, from there, it was just trying to be obedient to that and praying and seeking out the Lord within it. And, um, it was probably about, I don't know, maybe a month before graduation, I'd still have never come t to life. Um, even though I was praying about this church, <laughs> uh, and the Sunday I actually came for the first time that I felt like the Lord was calling us, you did a sermon series on the circle maker, um, the, the book from Mark Batterson, mm -hmm. which is talking about praying boldly, which is exactly what I was doing. That's and it awesome. just felt like confirmation of like, okay, I need to continue to just to pray more boldly about this. And then several weeks after that, Hillary called me and was like, Hey, our worship leader put in his two weeks notice, so cool. you're going to be getting a phone call. I was shaking and yeah. And then it was two weeks after graduation that I started here. And so, yeah, so, um, that's how I actually got within my, um, within my job here in Huntington, which once again, like I said, I 
didn't even think that that was going to be possible. So, and then, yeah, fast forward <laughs> um, several years into our marriage, Josh and I finally were ready to start having a family. And after a year and a half of unexplained infertility, um, we felt like God was calling us to look at and pursue adoption. And I thought that everything would happen quickly and then it didn't. And I got, you know, <laughs> that was a whole journey, but talk about um, almost missing the miracle. Mm-hmm. Like had we would have given up because it wasn't what, um, we thought was going to happen, like those expectations of what we had placed on God once yeah. he called us to this, um, yeah, we would have missed being Judah's parents. Yeah. And I just can't imagine not. And um, so, yeah, so last December then, um, December 16th, Judah's first parents, um, his mom, texted me in the morning and was just like, um, hey, I'm about 80% positive I'm going into labor. Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> so That's we waited, amazing. we waited and waited. And then all of a sudden we get a text about an hour and 20 minutes later. And she said, baby is here. Mm. And she sent a picture and she said, it's a boy. And we just like started driving immediately. Um, and we drove about like eight, nine hours and got there, got to meet them. And so we're now journeying into and trying to transition and figure out, you know, that, a balance of, you know, being a wife, a mom, uh, a worship leader, like all of the things and still trying to figure out, yeah, what's, you know, for our family next and what's the next season. Cause for so long it was, you know, waiting for this to happen. And now that it's happened, mm, it's like, yeah. okay, God, now what? So, <laughs> yeah. So well, part me. of the cool thing is too, and I mean, not a whole lot of people know this part of the story, but, um, you know, when Michelle come on, there's one special thing about, you know, uh, when you can do work right, you know, and like Nichelle and I's relationship, like I've always not, I mean, not in the beginning, but as it developed, I've mm-hmm. always seen her as my daughter, mm-hmm. you know, Aww, and just, we've had a special relationship, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We do, like we disagree on a lot of things, like oh, yeah. our view on, yeah, right? like For our sure. view on things are different, but our relationship has been great and mm-hmm. being able to be there to marry you yeah. and like Aww. marry you, but I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, do the wedding and being able to pray through your journey, being able to, for Sherry was really close to you mm-hmm. and you guys were spent a lot of time together. Yeah. And so we were praying like, Hey, we get to be grandparents. Yeah. I mean, so when you were talking about, it, I, mean, I just think that's a special yeah. thing. That, it is, you know, absolutely. when work is done right and you can build those relationships that go far beyond yeah. like, Hey, are you doing a job or not doing a job? No. Yeah. More of like, hey. Well, I... and it, if that were the case, I for sure wouldn't have been here. Yeah. yeah. Like, I stayed because of the people. Yeah. Right. And because I mean God, but like that was. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. I that think makes that's a, a lot of difference. people. Is yeah. the job the people make it? Yeah. yeah. Like you can mean that you make it great or good yeah. or great or bad. Yeah. You yeah. got what I'm saying? Which I yeah. think is even just a generational thing. Like your generation is more. Stuck it out whether you liked it or yeah, not. Yeah. It's like yeah. you just like work. You worked a job for 30 years. You just work to work. Whereas yeah. millennials often focus on does my. Feelings. Uh, well, no, just is what I'm doing bring purpose. So oh. like I would rather be at a position, a job that pays less but has greater purpose mm-hmm. than right. the opposite, which I think your generation. Pay me more and yeah. I can suffer through eight hours a day. No, not yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I saw that happen within my dad's life. Right. And, oh, yeah. Like you just put up with <laughs> yeah. it forever yeah. and you go home miserable. You yeah. know, even I've never though you, thought about that. you know you're making yeah, good money. Good, but yeah. No, it's a for sure. That was one of my grad school classes. We talked about. Yeah, that. see no. that. See, she knows that from that. <laughs> no, I know. Like, wow. Yeah. Think yeah. of all the things. As we've she learned. was going through grad school, she was teaching me how to be a really. Leader. Yeah. I don't know if I remember. She that, was bringing but... up a lot of things that are fun to talk to. Yeah. Like that's oh, yeah. again, that's been the good thing about our relationship. Yeah. We can mm. disagree on a lot, but we've had a lot of <laughs> a lot of good conversations. Yes. But I think we that we just come yes. from different perspectives. <laughs> no, I know. That's what Which I is, say. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is what makes it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right? When you can come from a diverse perspective, but you can still have a singular focus yes. because we still care about the same thing. Yes. You know, and so you can have a different perspective. And back to what I was saying a couple of weeks ago, it's crazy anymore that having a perspective has become wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people want to kill you for your perspective. And part yeah. of it is the way we deliver. Right. Oh yeah. Part of the way we deliver yeah, our perspective man, is We like, dehumanize people oh, in, yeah. in the way in which we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. If we were to actually, which I feel like we are able to do well, like love each other yeah. and then have like different perspectives that we share and you know. Well that really shows of both of your characters. Yeah. You know, between that, because it is hard to disagree with somebody, but still love them yeah. at the same time. Well, and be able to, Come to go a, back and re- be reminded, like, yeah. 
Listen, at the end of the day, it takes all types of perspectives to mm -hmm. reach people for Christ. Like the reason that we're here, we always go back to the same purpose. Mm -hmm. I mean, the same right. purpose is like we're all trying to get it done. Yeah. And I think that's what's great is uniquely you view things a certain way, just like Jenny does. Like she's viewing and it's all different, which makes it awesome. Yeah. yeah so let's yeah. let's go into anything you're reading, listening to. Yes. Watching. <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh, Josh and I are uh, just finishing up now Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. What Have you watched it? No. Oh, it is that? So Wait, what is good. it? It's on Apple. I do like the stuff. You Apple. do. Oh my gosh, you watch Apple? I have a show for you, okay. but keep going on. <laughs> keep going so, on. Ted Lasso. Okay. It is so good. Is this a comedy I, or? Last name? Yes. Lasso. Um, L-A-S-S-O. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's Jason Sudeikis. Um, I don't I feel know. like there's something fancier with it. <laughs> Do you know who that is, Nick? Who's Jason? Yeah. Jason? What is he in? No, I just think it's funny you think Mike knows who he is. Oh, that's <laughs> you know. true. You know. I was trying to give him the benefit of the Aww. doubt. Why, Nick, have She's you so watched sweet. it? No, I don't have okay. Apple. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, it's yeah. just an Apple thing? Yes, it's an Apple I'm telling you, though, show or some whatever. good stuff on Apple. Okay. They're Apple documentaries. TV. I love so documentaries. Is it funny? I know we bound in that. Is it funny? Yes. Okay, so that's the whole thing is it's funny? Yeah, so I'll just give you, like, the general. So this coach is offered, American coach, like football coach, yeah. is offered a position to be a European football, so oh, soccer coach wow. um, at, uh, yeah, um, I can't even remember the team. I don't even know if it's real. I'm not even sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for, yeah, he is uh, offered the position and he goes and um, becomes the coach, but he's never played or coached soccer before. Wow. And so, yeah. So I'm not going to give away too many details, but he's just like a happy-go-lucky guy, like super like encouraging. And you got to tell us, does the team do any good? I can't tell you. Oh that would give it away. Lord. Yeah, you got it. There's two Apple seasons, TV. so there's two. Well, you can get the seven-day free trial. No, I think it's a longer free trial. <laughs> no, you actually. know what happens? So Stephen had you to forget go through. about it. No, so Stephen had to go through and do this. So Sherry and I would get on binge watching certain oh, things, uh -huh. and then it would be on certain streaming things. Yeah. yeah. So I would go on and like yes. sign up for the yeah. free thing. I think... Why well, don't pay any of our bills? <laughs> so Stephen always it. does it. <laughs> So Stephen, that's I, how they get you. So the other day, Stephen's like, "Do you know that you're getting this and this?" Like he went through like ten things, getting Amazing. automatically withdrawn from my account. I'm like, "No, I have no idea why." <laughs> that's, <laughs> hey, that's so he's marketing. like, "Can you I know you have this thing called Rocket, <laughs> Rocket I'll Lawyer?" Utilize them. <laughs> Did you stop them? Huh? Did you stop them? No, I have him do all this stuff. I don't even know how I started them. Well, so. I need to get. Yes. Yeah, so Stephen had him. to get. Yeah, Stephen <laughs> had to go through and nice. fix all of the seven-day trials because that's not going to work. Nice. Yeah. So watching. So watching Ted Lasso and then also Survivor. New season started. There's that was like yes, Josh and I. I don't know, maybe three years oh ago. Uh, I grew up watching it. So, like, oh, when yeah. season one came out, like, my family, like, for years, like, would watch it together. And so, Josh had never seen it, but I don't even know what, like, spurred it on. You've never like, seen it? Mm -mm. That's but, weird. like, uh, several years back, he's like, I don't know, like, would you want to, like, watch that together? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Wait, question. Would you be on the show? I've always no, wanted to. No, but I so badly what? want Josh to be on it. You wouldn't be on it? No, I. Why? Uh, mm, <laughs> because huh? I'm too much of a You, you can't eat bark or, you know? No. Like, well, I think, <laughs> like, go without food, you know. Uh, I think that I would do that if was it wasn't yeah, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, you just would be like you couldn't lie. I don't know. I have a whole. I don't know. Plan. I feel like I would just get way <laughs> too in my head, I and I don't think that I would win. And so it's like, what would be the point of doing it if you don't feel like you can win? Put yourself through Confidence, that. Confidence. Yeah. But I feel like Josh could win. Really? I was trying to hype him up and like get him to. <laughs> you should apply. Yes. Why haven't you? Because applied? he's. Such, I know that's like, the real question here. You've seen Survivor. Oh, we oh, watched it. The people who like sit beginning. in the back for a while and then like yep. towards the oh, end yeah. start making new moves. You know Josh. Like he is just like he's a fly on the wall. Like he's so nice and like. People would love him, but he would also be like kind of out of sight, out of mind. And then towards the end, he could make a move. See, and I would no. be more like Tony. It. Do you know oh, Tony? Yes. Like I'm Tony. His, his spy shack. Yeah, <laughs> spy shack. And uh, have what you seen season, Tony? What season was that? He was uh, in a couple seasons. Yeah, he's the ball. He's won it twice. Oh, so yeah. he won. Uh, Jeff saw a face. He yeah. he won the the winners at war. Yeah, they bring the, all the people. Yeah, no, so you that, know my strategic plan. Okay. it would be to act. I've said this for years. It would be to act really dumb, so nobody thinks that I'm a threat. But really, I. No, here's you know who you would be? In the dark. Poverty. Oh, yes. Poverty. Yeah, she yes. would be a perfect this, poverty. Yes. I mean, yeah. Who's poverty? She'd be out there flaunting it and acting <laughs> like, hey, 
Why she's got I'm a knife the behind, behind her using back. Using her singleness. Yeah. And then the last the yeah. season 40 when she was on, she had, was married and kids. So she had to play a little bit differently. No, right. But in the beginning, <laughs> yes. poverty was for sure. You better sure watch the, out. I got a pencil for a shank. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then carrying a shank yeah. behind her, ready yeah. to stab people. You'll know where I've No, it's funny because we always watched it too. And Lexi one time was like, have you ever heard of Survivor? I'm like, we watched it all the time when we were younger. She's like, it's so awesome. Yes. We love it. Oh, it's and so much fun. Specifically, Josh will like, so as we're watching, Josh will be like monitoring Reddit and I'll be monitoring Twitter. Wait, for why? people's like, because people like will tweet or like, I don't even know. What is it called oh, when you wow. post on Reddit? What is what it? Is Reddit? Reddit? I don't Reddit's know. Reddit's like a question site. I don't do. I think. Red, I don't know what it is. Speak into anyway. your microphone, Nick. Come on, right. sound guy. <laughs> Jeez. Get your microphone up to your mouth. So hear you. <laughs> to hear other people's perspective on like the, how they how things are going and huh. you know their hot takes. That's of, cool. Okay. So as you're watching live, you're getting other people's voices. Anyway, so yeah, so that's okay. what. So those are a couple shows that we're watching right now. Uh, reading. I laughed when you initially said this because I just finished a book. That I highly, highly recommend. But it's <laughs> called it's called The Great Sex Rescue. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, say it again it's one more time just to be clear to everybody. Drop. It is Michelle called the great Harrison said yes, the great sex sex rescue. She's married, though it's okay. <laughs> yes. I didn't say it. But I will say so my um some of my best friends are in a small group together um and we have been for 6 years now. And so on Sunday nights, we um, were all from different churches, um, different backgrounds, but we come together and we just got done reading this. Most of us, if not all of us, really grew up in purity culture and it, it addresses the like toxicity that has come out of the purity culture, specifically with women and how it affects their sex life now, which is just like, what? Wait, yeah, explain it's so this a little. <laughs> <laughs> just a little. Like what is did, the purity? Jenny, um, did, did you, did you see Jenny yeah, over that? there, Nick? As soon as Nichelle's talking, she's like... <laughs> no but what is the purity culture? the purity culture of like being raised and like hottest is or modest is hottest and like essentially just really policing women and not trying to challenge uh, men at the same time like it's a mm. I um, would say it goes as far as saying scaring you of sex yeah, but, uh, yeah. Specifically, this book is looking at no, though, know, how women are. Culture. Yeah, how women yeah. are like Jezebels. Like they're the threat. Like which is not true. Like um, oh, I forget exactly where it is in scripture. Like it doesn't talk about like women dressing differently. It's about men gouge your eyes out if you lust. Like and how we have, however we have. Mm. Don't we even have get me the way in that. which the, <laughs> that makes me so mad. And way in which the church has addressed it is like, hey, women, don't dress like this, this, yeah. this. Do this, 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 and then guys, they just are going to struggle with lust. Yeah. That's just so how you need it to is. Protect like, them. which is so unfair for women, and it creates this unhealthy mm -hmm. idea uh -huh. of sex. And so that way, then when they get married and have sex, there's issues for women and enjoying sex, but. Sex That's is meant right. to be can't, pleasurable for snap. male and female. And, yeah, no. You know, right. I could go super in-depth. I'm really passionate about it, but it was you, a really, really tell. good book. Well, but listen, somebody so put true. that on the round table. No. <laughs> as a book recommendation. It I is. It. No, I'm not kidding. If you, if you grew true, up though. with purity culture any bit, or even if you're just married now or, you know, hope to be in the future, um, it is such a good book for males and females. For, for me as a female who grew up in purity culture, I'd say it was so... Um, healing to hear some of those things and to actually see what scripture says. And it brings like popular, it, it brings excerpts from popular like books that were mm. up and how like, oh, it's cringy reading some of the text of some of these books that were being taught to us. So it's, it's really healing for a lot of females um, uh, to be able to even, because I think the other piece of it is, I think the message I heard and, you know, some of my friends shared was, um, sex is for him, like not for you. Like it's your job to please him. Like that was the message because of the unhealthiness of purity culture. Oh, wow. wow. And so for males, it's good for them to be able to even realize read you it. should pleasure your wife. Yes. <laughs> that she like that's not your, a thing that she should be your priority. Yeah. It, it's so sad. Like in, within the book too, what it the shares, happened to these it people? shares a lot. story out of story. 
yeah, story after story of, of husbands and wives and like within their marriage and what it looked like. And, oh yeah, it's so sad. Well, I will tell you that one of the weirdest things about doing marriage counseling Mm -hmm. or talking to married couples is it's like, they don't talk about their sex life. Yeah. You should. And I'm like, you, well, why? You should read the book and then suggest it. Truly, I feel like it's a great suggestion. Oh no. Like, listen, if you talk through the whole, like, because in a lot of marriages, Uh like sex is a big deal, meaning Uh it's not good. Like it, I mean, oh. and even good yeah. marriages, it hasn't went well. Yeah. And they haven't been able to talk about it because, again, culture has made sex as a taboo subject. Yes. Like you don't even talk about it because, yeah. like, you can't look at your wife and, like, or you can't look at your husband and say, like, listen, and have the conversations. I'm like, how can you not have the conversation? Sex was the gift that God gave. Mm-hmm. Like, so why wouldn't you want to have right, the Right, you're married and you are able to do yeah, that. Yeah, but why I think that's you? another level level of vulnerability, like, is to have those conversations with. And, you know, if I'm, you know, being raised in purity culture and thinking that, well, really, you just need to satisfy the man because he's going to have a sex drive that's, you know, just out of this world, then uh, it like you're not written within it. It's all about pleasing him or pleasing him just so he won't go and so that, again, elsewhere. Go I might, elsewhere. I might or, have you know. missed this part yeah. of it. So like in that purity culture, some of what was taught is, is like the only job of a woman is to please yes. a man. Wow. Like there, it was all like heavily on men are sexual creatures, women are emotional creatures, and that's it. Like instead which of it's sex a, was both, the gift they got, yeah, and men, it was great for both men of them. and women are both sexual and yeah. emotional creatures. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, so yeah, really yeah. great book. I would no, check it somebody out. put that on the round table. No, that, I, like I'm, gonna, that I'm really thing. serious because I have yeah. said a thousand times, I have no idea why a married couple can't have a conversation about sex. Yeah. Like, well, that book might be able to give you some no, insight because it shares, yeah, like I said, testimony after testimony of people who have gone through that. And yeah, it's really agree, sad. Though. It's heartbreaking. Like all my life, and especially in church, like people have said, you're not supposed to dress to tempt the man. Yes. And especially like within the last few years when I was at a certain place in a program, I wasn't allowed to wear certain things yeah. because I can't risk their whatever making them yes. stumble. Oh, the funniest like, thing. I'm sorry. Ever was, I like my crop top. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but like we would go on these mission trips, you know, cause this mm-hmm. is big in foreign culture, yeah. you know? And oh. so, you know, my kids are somewhat like rebel against norm, what? you know? And so they went on a trip and they're like, you got to buy these one piece. And Lexi's like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. yeah. I'll buy something that's different than what I have. Like short, yeah. something that was like a short uh-huh. instead of a, whatever, yeah. but I ain't buying a one piece. And I'm like, I don't even know why that's a thing anyway. Why yeah. is that a thing? Because we've over-sexualized women. Exactly. So, so anyway, so it speaks to a lot of that unhealthiness. Okay, so you're going to put that on there? Sure. This week? So but listen, people- one time in a program, I had to wear baggy clothes to where it covered my butt and long pants. That's all the women were allowed to wear were shirts that covered our butts. Yeah, I, like I don't get those things. Like oh. I would have, uh, seriously, like until you brought that up, I thought you were talking more about like how parents would talk to their girls about sex and not guys and they'd like scare the crap out of girls. Like, no, I would definitely recommend it. It's a great, if no, parents, so now, I mean, truly anyone who has grown up in the church, yeah. in purity culture at any sorts, yeah. To relate to it, yeah. So oh, Good thing I didn't grow up in the church. Sparks the fire <laughs> within your soul, man. Right, Nick? We didn't have to have that baggage. I went in. Like, I never even heard those things until you said it. Other than, again, when you do counseling and you hear some of that yeah. stuff, like, I, yeah. The more you know, yeah. huh? Michelle. Yeah. No, I know. Look yeah. at that. And I then, know. Yeah, and then I just started reading with our that Dang. same group. We just started reading Until Unity from Francis Chan. It's his new book that he just oh. came out with. So okay. we're just in the intro of it. But I'm really looking forward to that one. And then um, I just finished um, a book called Mother to Son um, by Jasmine L. Holmes, which she addresses – uh, she writes a whole bunch of letters that then are compiled into this book to her son. So she's a black woman and she writes these letters to him about his identity as a black boy and oh, as neat. a child of God hmm. and what that tension looks like of like who God says he is uh, with that tension of what the world will say he is, unfortunately. And so right. as a mom who is raising a little black boy, it's been really, it was a very beautiful book, very hard. Um, but yeah, so I just finished that one. You as know, well. it's funny when you were talking like that. I, I never know. And this is always the weird thing. Are you yeah. supposed to say black yes, or are you supposed to say African-American? What are you supposed black. to say? Black. 
You're, that's what you're mm -hmm. supposed, like that's the that right is not, thing? Uh, yeah, it's it's become a, from my understanding, uh, yeah, that was, I've had that conversation actually with several people. So They've it's okay asked. to say he's a black boy. I feel wrong yes. with saying that though. It's like, not. Even though that's right, yeah. like I still because feel Because the thing about saying like African-American, that's assuming that he's from Africa. When did that like, get Like Gaynell is not African-American, she's Jamaican. When did that happen? So, like wow. that became a thing. No, I never thought about it. But when you talk yeah. about it, I'm always you always get in those well, weird like. Two, what am I supposed to say? I like, think he... when it's made plural, it sometimes has a derogatory like tone of it. And so I think the plural of that. The um, plural of black. black. Mm -hmm. So when you say blacks. Yes, I think that but if that it's can a be black... a black person. Yeah, or a person of color, or yeah. So. That's all appropriate. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Good. The funny thing about Nichelle, Nichelle and Jennifer are the same. Like, how many books do you have? Like, when uh, she I reads, read... it's not one book. Yes. And then end it. You have like five books going at the same time. Oh, yes. It takes me gosh. a long time to get through books, but yeah, I have I think about oh, six or seven right now. It's crazy that you have so many started. It's like a TV show, you know. Yeah. You start a bunch of TV shows and then <laughs> yes. don't end them. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think that. otherwise, yeah. I just don't read. I found out that I just won't read if I'm doing just one book until it's done. Yeah. I just huh. don't like the, like, I don't know. No, I know. Haven't you heard right that whole, direction? like, the difference between men and women? Like, women can have, like, six or seven dresser drawers out working oh, in them uh -huh. and make it all work, and guys are like, one drawer. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Open, close it, open, close it, yeah. because of the way the minds, the difference between Our brains. Yeah, the, the way that we yeah. work differently. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about going into Sunday morning. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about how that fits. So what we talked about on Sunday morning was this idea that we've been saying – Lots of voices are amplified, but how do we amplify the voice of mm -hmm. God? And one of the things that I want to talk to you guys about is if the majority of people you talk to, would you say that the most people would be like, yeah, I've heard from God and he speaks to me on a regular basis? No. You would say no? I would say no. Yeah. I would say the same as well. Really? Mm -hmm. And again, why? Because that was like in preparing the message and thinking through it, I... You know, because we know that he wants to speak, right? Oh, yeah. And so we know that he wants to be. So why do you think it is that the majority of people have not heard? Distractions. Definitely. So you think that they're distracted and they don't want to hear? As one of the ways that could get in between. Yeah, okay. definitely. I mean, the world we live in is all everything but distractions. <clears throat> I think you could have good intentions to wake up and do devotions and set aside time mm -hmm. just for God, but then something happens and gets you distracted and set off guard. And we're, we have so many things to be distracted from. Okay. Your kid. Yeah. You know, my dog. He's yeah, he's such a huge He's distract. needy. Huh? He's needy. You've made him needy, by the way. I know. I mean, you took him through the drive-thru at McDonald's to give him chicken nuggets. I do that often. Just think of this when you're raising your child someday. Well, just that's so you different. know. Like, you make them <laughs> that's needy. That's different. No, you make them needy. <laughs> that's scary. I don't want to. Michelle, that. you do. Yeah. You do. You make your kids needy. Like, you figure out they're going to be self sufficient. He can't really to drink a water by himself because <laughs> I have to walk with him to go get it. Oh, oh gosh. yeah, this is a discussion I had with Brady. I went over to his house to go hunting the other day, and his dogs have a big water dish out there. Aww. And so I'm like, doesn't look like they drink anything. He's like, oh, no, they will only drink when I turn the fountain on. Yeah. And they'll drink out of the fountain. So it's yes. just stand there yeah. and hold the thing See, open. We have, we have actually, because my husband's obsessed with our dog. <laughs> um, he, so we have, uh, we rescued a pit bull. Uh, his name's Luke. He's crazy. So cute. Um, he's, he is cute. He is crazy. But um, he will, we found for like years, he would often not drink water from his bowl, but he would go to the bathtub and you'd hear him like plop into it and then just start licking the, <laughs> oh, until, yeah. until we would go in there and turn it on and then he'd drink a little bit and then he'd like leave. And so Josh found this like fountain that's like a, like a, uh -huh, like a revolving bowl. thing. And he drinks a lot more water now oh, because of, wow. it's like. He just likes, like, the spout part of it. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. I'm like, my dogs would be dying of thirst. <laughs> I am not going to stand there and yeah. hold the dumb thing on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yes. So why, I would why, say, don't, why don't people hear? So you I would distracted. say because they don't know the voice of God. Huh. I think that they know the voice of other people huh. who tell them about the voice of God. But That's they themselves don't know the voice. So of they God. would hear voices, but they just wouldn't recognize yes. it. So they wouldn't recognize it even if he was trying yeah, to speak. Yeah, I remember years ago having a conversation with a friend's husband who was talking about um, uh, something within his life. And he's just like, I don't like, I don't know. How do you know if this is the voice of God or not? And I'm like, yeah, interesting. I'm like, well, like 
does it go against what scripture says about who God is and his character? And he's like, well, I don't know. And like, (laughs) it just like led to that conversation. Hmm. And so I think, um, and I've shared this and you've even shared this, we've had this conversation you've shared it from the front of like this idea of, I think all too often, especially today, we will depend on other people, other people telling Mm -hmm. us who God is from, from messages to podcasts, to books, to music. Um, and we elevate that above actually being in the word ourselves Absolutely. and mm-hmm. knowing who yeah. God is. And yeah. so we rely on them to tell us yeah. who God is, which would be the same thing of as like, you know, Jenny's best friend from growing up. Um, if she were to tell me, oh, who was your best friend growing up? Or do you not want to say? Who's your best friend growing up? Um, I'm trying to think. Haley. Like, Haley. When okay. I was super young. Okay. So, so that would be like if you were telling me about all the memories that you've had with Haley and the things that you've experienced together. And then I would walk away and tell you about my good friend, Haley. Yeah, right. I've never met Haley before. Right. Yeah, you're At least I don't think so. But um, <laughs> yeah. I don't have the relationship. I'm just reverberating what you've right. told me. And we do good that word. so much yeah, within sure. our faith. And so I don't think that people know who God is because there actually aren't where he promises that he'll meet us, like Hmm. where we know that we can find him. And so, which is interesting when you say that, because like we, for sure, if you walked into a room, yeah, I know your voice. Yeah. Right. Above everybody else's voice. I know when Nichelle's talking. How rude. Can I side note? Can I tell you one time when I was working here, I remember Hillary coming up to me at one point. She'd be like, I just want you to know that your voice really carries. (laughs) What is that? So if you're ever, so if you're ever having a meeting that's like serious, just like, just as a that's a FYI. nice way of saying you're loud. Yes. No, I'm saying too. if Jenny was in a room, if Nick's in a room, oh, like yeah, you yeah. can no, distinguish no. their voice Absolutely. because you've spent enough time yeah. with them that you know it. So that's really what you're saying yes. is, is that because we're not taking the time, mm-hmm. whether it's because of distraction, or whatever, we just don't even know what the voice is. Yeah. Or like we talked about too from Sunday of like with Corinne's story, if we're going to the word and we're trying to find answers to fit what we need, we're not really actually trying to listen to God and mm. find his voice. Yeah. We're trying to manipulate his voice into what we want. Like, right. you know, and so are we really getting to know God, even if that's how we approach scripture or being in the word? And well, so. I think that was the part that got, we got the most feedback from on mm. Sunday was people who were like, I've never really thought about it. Cause the only time I go to the Bible is for an answer. Yes. Like I need something, Yes. you know, mm. and so I go to it. I want to find out how it's going to complete my need. And, yeah. Interesting. You know. Yeah. Which I actually heard a, um, a sermon from, oh shoot, Robert Madu. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. So he's a pastor down in, um, I think Texas, maybe, um, Dallas. And he gave a message one time about talking about looking at Jesus, um, his baptism. And it, if we look at it, I think in Mark, it says after he was baptized and he was filled with the Holy Spirit, immediately he got sent into the wilderness. Yeah, for sure. And talking about how his whole message was talking about like when we're in seasons of water, like when things are really good, we need to be preparing for that season mm. of wilderness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going and we don't do that. Yeah. Mm. We wait until we're in seasons of wilderness and, and we're yeah. just like the end of ourselves and we desperately reach out to God instead of like, fueling up in our seasons yeah, of water sure. and getting to know him. And then that sustains us better when we are in seasons of wilderness. Yeah, I mean, he gave suffering. Jesus the answers, obviously, right? Yeah. So the word of God says, the word of God, you're yeah. saying, but this is what the word yes. of God says. A lot says. of times when you are in the wilderness and you haven't spent a lot of time with God before then, like when you should be preparing, you get in that wilderness and you're saying why, like, where is God? Because yes. you don't know yeah. him. Yeah. That's yeah. really hard too. It kind of reveals Jenny is what you're saying. It kind yeah. of reveals that you don't have that relationship, yes, but you're I'm... making it kind of about you. Like he's never here for me. Mm-hmm. I think that, why would you do yes. this to me? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you don't think it's really relevant. Cause I kind of thought this is like part of the reason people don't uh, hear the voice of God is cause they don't want to know what he has to say. So I, I think I mean, that's probably a part of yeah, it, but it's probably not the majority. I mean, in listening to both of you guys talk, it's not even that, I don't want to know. It's just even if I wanted to know, I wouldn't even be able to hear it. Right? Both. Like, I mean, yeah. in yeah. the position that people, like approaching it from the position of where people yeah. are at today. So even if you say, I really want to hear the voice of God, it would be hard to distinguish his voice mm-hmm. amongst distractions and amongst the many other voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's, that, 
is what we're trying yeah. to say. Yeah. And we're not just being intentional to seek it out. Right. Laziness. Mm. I feel like once again, we're just trying to, if we're only approaching scripture, when we're trying to look for an answer to a situation that we're in, and then the, immediately when there's relief, we're just like, You're gone. okay, great. We'll mm-hmm. see you next time. Like, right. Yeah, the difference between having a coach and a friend, right? Like yes. when you go to the coach when you're like, what am I doing wrong? Help me do it better. And then yeah. when you're doing it right, you don't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, a friend is like, we're going to talk about it. This isn't about fixing anything. Yeah. It's about sharing, yeah. you know, in relationship together. Yeah. Um, yeah, truly not being a lukewarm Christian. Yeah, like right. truly, de- like... If we are true followers of Christ, like we would just uh, be in awe of mm-hmm. who He is, and we wouldn't want to not be in Scripture. Like right. so many times when we talk about like being in the Word, and I have been there, on and off seasons oh, yeah. of like I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like I don't want. Like it's just another thing to do instead of like if I if I can if I'm truly being submissive to God and understanding who He is compared to who I am, I wouldn't ever want to miss out on the opportunity because of why do you think we do that though why do you think we just there are times when we go through life and we just don't feel like being submissive or we don't feel like reading the word when we know within our heart that that's Mm -hmm. what we should be doing like how do we let I mean I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say but it's just interesting no I mean I think what you're trying to draw out is is that again what causes us to get off track when we know what is right right yeah yeah I think that like, what is so think, powerful? Yeah, I think several things of just, like, we don't make it a priority. Yeah. Like, when we prioritize our lives, we always just fit God in where we can make him fit in mm-hmm. instead of actually, like, prioritizing that relationship because everything we do should flow out of that. Hmm. Like, I remember having a conversation with a friend years ago about specifically, like, um, homosexuality and someone we knew um, was pursuing a relationship with a man and, you know, just very a very godly man. And, like, you know, she's like, how, can, how do you justify that as someone who um, believes that homosexuality is a sin? And I said to her, I'm like, I don't know if that's the right, like, question to ask of, like, are we pursuing holiness? Like, are we being obedient to God? And then, like... So if that person believes that, like, without a shadow of doubt that they're being obedient to God and they're pursuing holiness, like, it shouldn't matter if we're, like, satisfied in life. I don't know if that makes sense. Of Like, I think all too often within our faith, like, we pursue trying to make ourselves feel good instead of pursuing holiness. Right. And we only, like, and so I don't know if maybe that's part of it. Like, we just don't, we're not pursuing holiness, like, and being obedient to him. And so we're trying to make God fit into who we want him to be. Well, I think it fits into what we were talking about Sunday, right? So here's Samuel. Interesting that he's with Eli. This is the scripture we're looking at for Samuel. He's with Eli. Eli obviously knows God. Mm -hmm. Samuel has never heard the voice of God. So every time he hears, he goes, yeah, yeah, he goes to Eli. Hey, what do you want? want?" (laughs) Right? Because that's the voice that he was used to hearing. Eli recognized that Samuel had not known the voice of God before. And so he gives him advice, right? So he says, the next time that you hear that in the night, which Mm -hmm. there's two things with that I think are really important. One, it shows that God is calling, Mm -hmm. even if you haven't heard his voice, right? So if you're numb right now, because I mean, so Lexi went to Maverick City, yeah, you know, and so they went to that and they were, and again, I wanted them to do the VIP pass and Uh pay for it. So I just paid for it and they went. And so they were there and uh, a lady showed shared a story of how like uh, she had done all these things for God and so excited and you know ended up uh, getting pregnant at 30 weeks mm-hmm. had you know uh, miscarriage and she was oh, just wow. numb yeah. like were like she loves God but yeah. just numb you know in that process and one of the people from Maverick City got up and shared a story and said let me tell you so the lead the girl that's oh, in Maverick City says. We were done having kids, you know, we weren't fixed or anything, so we knew that we were done, and God spoke to me on a Sunday morning and said, like, you know, you need to have kids, and she got pregnant within two weeks, Yeah. you know, of that, and then, like, on Easter Sunday, she's singing in the midst of singing, she has a miscarriage, Mm. you know, and so in all of that, they were saying, like, the thing that we need to remember is God's still speaking in the midst of the numbness, and God's still speaking in the midst of the hurt, and God's still Mm -hmm. going there, even though you don't hear his voice, he's still trying to 
speak into your yeah. life, which I thought was like, and that cool. She was there, yeah. like listening to the lady speak, and that had just happened to her, or was that something different? So the girl came in a during the VIP session to talk to them to oh, share the her story, girl. and then the girl that's the lead not a lead singer, but Maverick City, the one that does most of the women. Okay. Just got up and yeah. said, let me make, let me just help you understand that you're not alone in this mm -hmm. story. Like, why would God call me? Like she said, I felt this. God said, have a kid. I yeah. did what he said. Why would he take him? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and why would it happen on Easter Sunday? You know, yeah. just all of the things in the midst of obedience. And you have this tendency to yeah. get to that place where you feel numb and it's, you know, yeah. but, but they didn't know each other, those two. No. So then like that in itself is God speaking to you. No, I know. You right. know, like every she said that and they didn't know each other and she was going through that. Like that's amazing. Right. Like mm -hmm. the stories and how God uses yes. other people. Yes. But in that scripture, yeah. it's like God speaking, Samuel hasn't heard the voice, but then Eli tells him the next time he says, I'm gonna give essentially say this. And mm -hmm. the thing that we focused on was this is what you need to say. Speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we have to be at a place regardless where you're at in your life, where we are positioning yeah. ourselves to mm -hmm. hear. And then he says, tell him that you're a servant, right? So speak mm -hmm. because I'm your servant. And then the third thing he says is, and I will listen, right? And so we kind of use that as a template, you know, mm -hmm. on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And so what you guys have shared is some tools for people to say, like, if you want to hear God speak, here's some tools. Lessen the distractions. Approach scripture from a standpoint of relationship mm -hmm. instead of answers. Um, you know, so mm -hmm. we, we've got that. So let's talk through the, and then he says, and I will be your servant, right? So that's what he's saying. So speak, this is your servant, Samuel. Mm -hmm. And I, th I think for us as Christian people, that's a struggle, right? And oh, yeah. I use the difference of saying, like the difference of a worker and a servant, yeah. you know, and you never like to talk about slavery, yeah. but essentially that's the context they were talking through. Mm -hmm. Like a servant mm -hmm. didn't have a choice. Yeah. If the right. master said, do something, you would do it. And so yeah. he tells Samuel to approach it, approach God in that way. So how can we help people approach being a follower of Christ from, from not just a worker when you have time, but from being a servant? You guys have any thoughts on that? can go <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say you don't i no, mean because again i mean because i have some th ideas but right no i think it goes back to once again just being in awe like do we have that right mindset of he is creator i am created mm. because all too often we make him a created right being and that's just not who god is um and that you're saying yeah. if we get that perspective right, we'll want to be a servant. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's not like begrudgingly, like, oh, I got to be yes. the servant of God. Like, we want to serve the one who created yeah. us. Like, uh, yeah. I'm Right now, my small group on Monday nights um, is going through the book of Exodus right now. And we just went yesterday. We... Um, we went through um, the plagues or the, the first nine, mm. which I didn't recognize this. Oh, see, these are the, this is the cool thing about like truly digging in scripture. There's so many like mm -hmm. unique things yeah. that it's like, how could God not be <laughs> in yeah. this? But anyway, of like, um, did you know that all of the plagues, like, like the order of them and how what like what the plagues were, um, were specifically to counteract gods that e the Egyptians were worshiping. I did. So, and the last one. Except for the last one. Uh, well, not the very last, but oh, ninth one. Yeah. Um, is yeah was the sun or was the sun god Ra, mm -hmm. and um, the, the Egyptians believed that Pharaoh, who was like the representative of Ra, right. uh, would wrestle with. Um, would wrestle with darkness every single night. And so as, as long as the sun continued to come up, he, like Pharaoh would reign victorious. Because he won, yep. And so by this time at, you know, progressively God continues to give grace and grace and grace and room for there to be a change of heart, even though he knows that there won't be. Um, and at the end, he the ninth plague out of the 10, he does the the darkness for the three days and... right. A reminder to him of you are not victorious. Right. I am victorious, and right. so that would have, for the Egyptians in that moment, been like, "Oh, like Pharaoh's not our guy." Right. Like, and by right. the end of that, all the Egyptians are like, "Please, like, get rid of the Israelites. We do not want them." They are, especially right. then after the tenth plague there. So, but yeah, like <laughs> having that perspective of, 
I think all too often we have a heart like Pharaoh that's like, because during the plagues, he would be like, um, okay, like, please ask your God to like, take this plague away from me. And then God does. Hmm. And he hardens his heart again and is like, no, I'm better. Like he goes back to that. And so Mm -hmm. we don't need him. And so I think that often like, that's our, our perspective of like, we don't really need him instead of having this perspective of like this awe of like, Oh, you are victorious. I am not victorious in this situation. So for me, just on that, like exactly the fact that you get good for a while, like it's kind of like antidepressant medicine. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people take it and then they realize they think they're good. So they stop taking it. Yeah. And then what happens? Like Mm. what happened in the first time? Yeah. So for me in my life, I mean, I went through, as most of you all know, a lot of relapses within my heroin addiction. So it was like every time I would um, get good, I would think I was fine, and then I would stop doing everything I was doing. Mm. So for me now, what's really helped me this last time was to view God as um, like the thing that was keeping me strong. So like I would look at myself and look at my life and try to visualize mm-hmm. myself without God. And that made me more want to, you know, yeah. be with God. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think looking at your life without yeah. him and seeing how much you really do need him. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the problem is too, we live in a world of a lot of broken relationships yeah. because I would say like, again, this isn't perfect, but when you're in love with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like you want to serve them. Like yeah. there is no like, you don't feel bad. You're not begrudgingly doing it. You're doing it because you love them, yeah. right? And whatever they need, and you want to give them everything, yeah. you know, they desire. And that's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's the approach we have. Because we love the Lord, why would I begrudgingly? I'll be your servant. Like, I'll serve yeah. you. Like, I, I love you. Why wouldn't yeah. I do any of those things? Yeah. But the world has had so many broken relationships mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. people have served and got burned or yeah. served and got used. And so they don't view it that way. So I think if we could view the perfection in relationship in yeah. a right way and experience that, that's yeah. really what God's trying to get us to see mm-hmm. because he's not going to burn you. And yeah. like you know, the church did. That's a yeah. huge yeah. Or, You know, we had someone share within discover life, how it was hard for her to right. accept God as she could accept Jesus as God, and, you know, the Holy spirit she was fine with, but with the father, because she right. had a, a very unsafe um, father growing up that, that, that was hard to, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the last part was listen. So kind of give our, let, let, we'll wrap this section up. So give our viewers, you know, the people that are listening, what is some advice? Because part of the problem, and I shared this story is like, if you, if you don't listen, which means like mm-hmm. you can hear, yeah. but if you stop listening, the voice goes down. Like yeah. that would be my experience. Like if you keep suppressing yeah. the voice of the Holy Spirit and you don't listen to what God has to say to you pretty soon, it's not that he stops talking. But you can't hear, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. anymore. So how do we or what advice can we give to our listeners and our viewers? Like we've given them some like tools and tips, Mm -hmm. like here's how you can hear, here's how I can view being a servant. How do we get to the place where we can take then what he says and have the courage? Because I think that's the Mm -hmm. point. Like how do you have the courage to then do what he's asking you to do? Mm -hmm. I think if your relationship is strong enough with God, I think you need to start there because if he's asking you to do something, you would know without a shadow of a doubt that God is asking mm-hmm. you to do it, so he's going to bless it. Mm-hmm. And you, know? you would say you'd have the courage because you know yes. he's God. Yeah, Back you know to what you character. were saying. You, have no yeah. doubt. you know the character of God. Yes. And because you know the character of God, you're going to go ahead and do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. martyrs. That's what I think of. Yeah. Like what do you think of? Martyrs. Am I not saying that right? Probably not. No. Like for Christ, yeah. the martyrs. Oh yeah, of martyrs. <laughs> no, I, no, martyrs? You said, no, you said it perfect. You didn't martyrs. say it wrong. I'm just like. I probably wouldn't. Remember, wouldn't we both have a me. hearing problem. That's right. <laughs> you <laughs> know, so I'm, watched, I'm sitting there trying <laughs> oh, to look wait, at your lips. What's your name? Martyrs. Problem with? Huh? What? I have ringing in my ears constantly, so I can't hear. Yes. Oh, that's sucks. It's constant. My ears are perfect, When I lay in so. bed at night, it's like, <laughs> you know. Wow. Yeah, so no, Do you have a noisemaker? A noise oh, machine? A noise machine. White noise machine at night? No, anyway. I have a fan. Okay. That's the same. Does that that's count? Yeah, yeah, White count. noise. Yeah. yeah. Anything to not hear the ringing. <laughs> wow. So you are a testimony to anything yeah. because you can hear God's voice the loudest. Yeah, well, and <laughs> you lay a ringing in your ears. <laughs> no excuses. Michelle, right. any thoughts? Um. 
Well, you asked the question. <laughs> yeah, no. Again, we're giving, and maybe, and you guys did say this together. Yes, so maybe this yeah. would be the advice. Once we know the character of God, mm-hmm. once we approach it in right relationship, oh, yes. mm-hmm. that we are going to listen because why wouldn't you? Because a lot of reasons we don't have the courage to listen is because we don't trust right. or we don't know the voice. I will add something too that has okay. like, I feel like the Lord has just like really pressed heavy on me is also, or we are prideful. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And arrogance. Yeah. I think that even this came up actually when you were, um, when was it, two weeks ago that we were talking about opinion? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. About how, you know, we often like pin ourselves against other people's opinion. And I was like sitting in the congregation, I'm like, how many people are actually thinking about themselves and like <laughs> thinking <laughs> instead of other people? Right. Because I bet you, I, oh man, I could bet any money that everyone was thinking about someone else in their life and not thinking about themselves. Right. I'm sure. I think we always think that we're much better off than where yeah. we're at. Instead of like having this like sense of humility of like, although I am a follower and, you know, I do go to church regularly, I do serve, I am a part of a small group, like I am still human. Right. I have a flesh that is fighting against what God desires. And so I always have to be in check. Like we have to check ourselves. Confession. Like, I mean, things like that. How many people regularly practice the art of confession? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I think that's the other piece of just like, (laughs) (laughs) I had to say it. Yes. Uh, But yeah, I think that that's the other piece of like, do you just like, do you just think you're good? And so like, I don't know, like, is there arrogance within you? Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go into our last section of the day. So it's our fan section. Ooh. So yeah, so we we're trying to get fan support. We're still working on Yay. it. Yay! Yeah, hey, trying to get people. One to, step at a time. No, I know. Listen, you know, <laughs> we're, we're getting people better. to submit. So <sighs> we have people send stuff into the roundtable uh, at lifepunnington.com so that yes. you can send in. Yay! Uh, when Jenny comes up with a real thing, you know, even if it's fake, you a can real do it. thing. Oh, no, listen, like siblings' day wasn't really siblings' was, day, and oh, that was. One time. Okay, no, I'm just One saying. Time. No, it's part. Listen, it's part of why everybody loves your character. <laughs> right? True. Yeah. So we have this last week was what, Jenny? What were people supposed to be sending us? Because what? Tell them like a little bit about the coffee. fan. I know, but tell them a little bit about the fan section. What do we want them to do? Oh, we want you to. Basically, we want. Eventually, we want to have you on our show. But <laughs> questions, comments. We would like to do a whole series with question and yeah like people say like this is what we want to talk about add to what we're doing from the sunday morning we just really want to know what's on your heart feedback Um, yes everything yeah good and you always give them a theme each week yes so this week's theme was so this week's theme is do something fun no so yes it is oh next week sorry like what are we going to be looking at what are we going to be looking at this (laughs) week yeah then we'll get to know what you're going to be saying best coffee picture and we recommended like you put yourself in it you did okay whatever i like aesthetic looking (laughs) coffee okay i recommended put your face in what if you're half half your body yeah exactly Okay, wow. let's see. Let's see. Jenny the first didn't even one. follow the rules. Uh, Do I ever? Let's see. Here we so go. First one. First one. And then you get a vote on them. This is from Corbin Clark. And, it and was, he said it, it was so early. And it was taken at 7.15. Yes, I know. It was early. <laughs> Where? Do you see that? The, the clock. Oh, early? <laughs> yes. 7.15 is not oh, early. Oh, my gosh. That's In the early. morning? That's yes. what I want to know. Is it a.m.? Or PM. No, it's AM because I remember getting it. Well, <laughs> I mean, if it was, taken it to well, dead night before. It at night. Oh, yeah. At and he's drinking time. cold brew. Uh, it's probably it's in the morning. Out then. of the jug, it's it looks disgusting. Like. That's. He's got. But I mean, up. he might have a little bit because he did tell okay. me when they came over for Sherry's birthday yeah. that he's our number one fan. Yeah. That's so sweet. So you might get actual. Vote. I want to know what he's reading. What? I know. What part? Is he a mark? Zoom in on it. I don't know. Nick, okay. can you zoom? No. Dang it. What's next, Nick? <laughs> Figure it out next week. <laughs> this is from Emily Krieger. Emily. Nice. So McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts What was she together. drinking, though? Pumpkin. I thought it was water. Pumpkin? It's pumpkin something. Pumpkin Sold. something. Everyone, I'd like to point out, pumpkin. she is at a red light, so it's okay. Oh, <gasps> uh, that's red. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> Only you that's would what I'm that. Go- that's what I'm going to do <laughs> to contribute follower, to this segment. Just so everybody Safety knows, first. she isn't on her phone when hey, she's driving. Hey, I don't want Emily to get in trouble. Okay. I don't want the fans to stop sending us yeah, content. Right. Yeah. Here's the next one. We can't this have this was a late submission. Of... This is Adam Villancourt. Late. Now, listen. That, that is, is a, a well, well, well yes. used coffee. 
that was some years, man. That was going to say, he's going to have to let us know how many cups of coffee he's drank out of that sucker. I cannot yes, confirm or deny guess. that he's at a stoplight. <laughs> I want to know when he, or he got that cup. Like, how long has it been he in his life? Like What's been? Yeah, Adam, where, if you where? could give us some details. Yeah, Adam, yeah. where has that cup been? Email Maybe us. he had that cup, in, cup on the Spartan race yeah. with him. Because he did do, like he did do it some looks, Spartan races. It looks so. like it. Yeah. Okay. Next one is from our other number one fan, oh. Jim Gould. Is it me? Oh. oh. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> yeah, Jim is the one who gave us the clappy hands. Oh, yeah, nice. so everybody knows. So I he's didn't the one. Know that. Yeah, no, he was for like, because remember, I was like, I always say boo or yes. clap, and I'm like, we needed a sound <laughs> I will machine. Never forget and that. Nick never put it in the budget, and Isaac never got it done, and so Amazing. Jim and Linda. Is that a bird? Here's the other thing they sent us: a what? horn that I forgot to. I mean, it is seriously like this big oh. with this big. Yeah, on the end of it, I just found they sent it when Sherry was sick, and you I forgot play all that about it. Worship? And so. Lexi was, or Abby office, was cleaning. Like the, no, she was thing. cleaning, and she's like, what, what is, is this? this? That's scary. No, it was awesome. We okay. need it. Oh. oh. I Guess wonder who, is. who that is. So who is cute. this? Wow, I wonder where she got that shirt. <laughs> so cute. That was a late submission, so it doesn't even get a vote. Whatever. Huh? I was trying to be Nick, nice where's yours? And not send oh, any. Uh, save the best for last. Oh, Whatever. okay. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> That's our producer I like the Nick light. with yeah. her stylish glasses. I yeah. love that way. cup. Oh, no, seriously, that's like. I remember when he got that. Do cup. you change your glasses for the season? I have two pair. I have like seven pair of glasses. He got two. Pairs. I have ten. Well, I mean, like where I <laughs> well, wear you all lose the time. Them, Yours are readers. Uh, I don't mine have are readers. readers. I don't have real glasses. I hate wearing glasses. Okay, yeah. so vote. So Jenny, do you have a vote? And you can't vote for yourself. So. Oh. Um, come back to me. Do we need to go scrim, skim through them one more time, Nick? I mean, I can visualize them in my head. Corbin. Corbin. Emily. Adam. Jim. So those four. Unless you want to vote for me. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to vote for you or Jenny. Yeah. Michelle, you have a vote? Oh, gosh. I'm voting Man. for Jim. Uh, voting for Jim. Um, I think I'm going to vote for Adam. I just, I appreciate the dedication to the coffee Aww. and how much he's used. Yeah. I'm a big fan. lover of coffee, so I appreciate that. Yeah, like, yeah, we're going to send it in, Adam. Let us know what, where, yeah, we that, need to know where that thing has been. Nick? I'm going to have to go with Jim as well. Wow. So what if it, what if it ties? What if I go with Uh-oh. Adam? Then what? The pressure's Who on. gets to win? You said Next that you week, were the main one. Who you gets chose. to win? Next week, they have to send in another picture and try to talk to each other. <laughs> oh, we'll, put them, we'll put them against each like, other. Although, so I'm going to go with Jim, too, because Jim Boop. and Linda have been diehard fans for oh, a really nice. long time. And do you think he drew that picture? Probably. Because you know why. he's an artist, yeah. right? You know, Linda's like I'm my family. I'm assuming he did those behind no, he's like, yeah, like painting those things. things. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's like, a phenomenal painter. Really, I bet he did that, so that's seriously impressive. Wow. Yes, yeah, so we have to give him a little bit of like. Okay. Yeah. Even if you didn't, Jim, don't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice fan, too. Do you think that's what he uses for when it coffee gets hot? Because coffee makes me so hot when it's hot. <laughs> okay, Jenny. So Jenny's going to get to Jim. About coffee. So, huh? Wait a second. What's Jim win? He has $10 gift card to Cafe. Jenny will be getting with you, Jim, to be able to give you yes. your gift card. <laughs> or okay. Linda. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll be in the cafe. Okay, so are, <laughs> we, do- so are we doing a real quick yes, joke? Yes, I have a real joke. Okay, oh so gosh. what did the coffee say to the other coffee? How, how you brewing? Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. I like that. No. Where are you being all my life? Oh. <laughs> Nick. Nick didn't laugh. Whatever. Uh, Did you laugh at mine? All right, right, one more, one more, one more. Why does coffee taste like dirt? It doesn't. Okay, we just answer the question. (laughs) Uh, Don't ruin the joke. Why does coffee taste like dirt? Because it's ground. You guys are lame. <laughs> okay, I'm so what's next mind. week? Fan segment next yes. week. What so, do people send in? Sunday it is World Mental Health Day. So I thought it'd be super cool to see what everybody is interested in. So whatever your hobby is, whatever makes you feel better, send us what you enjoy doing. Okay. Or a picture with you and your therapist. So. Oh, yeah. Ooh, there you go. That's a that good allowed? idea. Is that legal? I feel like that's like you can't. 
No, well, I think so. If it's you. That's true. If you have your If you're approval. a therapist, don't send a picture of right. you and your client. But yeah. <laughs> Unless you're me. <laughs> I don't care if you send it to me. Yeah. Everybody knows. Okay. So as we're leaving today, we want to thank everyone for joining us. Don't forget to, to subscribe, you know, to our podcast, The Roundtable. Also become a part of our fan section. Uh, yeah. Send us in stuff. Give us feedback and comments as we continue to go down the road. Thank you to Nichelle yes, for coming yeah, today. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I would do it. this every single week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. There you go. That's our stand-in if you guest. Ever need, yes. Yeah, if you ever need a last-minute We need reviews, so can you right. put that somewhere? You get a cup, right. too. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. And again, we hope you listen to us next week. Bye. Bye.